All right, y'all, welcome back here to another episode of the Easy Money Sports Podcast. Of course, me, myself, always, Sanders here. Got my boy Dupree here with me. Yup. Back at it, baby. Back at how we feeling. Man, I'm, I don't know, man. I'm kind of all over the place, man. It's, <laughs> it's, it's, <laughs> a lot going on, huh? <laughs> it is, bro. It is, bro. For real. A lot, a lot going on. I mean, we got literally... It started yesterday. We got a span from now until pretty much Thanksgiving, bro. For I think the next fifty-four out of the next fifty-five days or so, it's gonna be some type of football on every day. It started yesterday. Yeah. We, we ain't gonna talk about that, but it started yesterday. <laughs> started yesterday. We, I mean, mm-hmm. it's, it's it's college ball on now. We got Thursday night football on with the Bears and the Commanders. I think that's at halftime. Yeah. Um, seeing some more ball tomorrow, Saturday, Sunday, Monday is just it's just gonna be rolling for the next few weeks. Um, we got the preseason starting up with the NBA with the NBA. Um, obviously that's that's going on, and then. Um, man, this Sunday we start game one, WNBA finals. We got the Las Vegas Aces against the New York Liberty, the matchup everybody wanted to see. Yeah. Uh Aces and Foe. I'm gonna just leave it at yeah, that. I'm, take, I'm taking the Aces too. Aces Aces and Foe. I'm taking the Aces though. Aces and Foe. They ain't even gonna they ain't even gonna sweat it and give them a whole five like they think. Aces and Foe. But this <laughs> this was no this was no CP, no Candace. There's no Candace Parker. Yeah. Everybody worry about that though, but you know. We got that going on. I mean, man, it's just I mean, obviously, you know, college football going into October now, so we 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 getting closer and closer to where we're gonna start seeing, you know, this last little month right here before we start seeing the college football playoff rankings. Um, the postseason for baseball has started. Um, you 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 see? Yeah, it. yeah. You, you I already got my saying? predictions, man. I, I think it's gonna be y'all in the Astros. You see? I say y'all in the Astros. I, just I think like ba- in general. I feel it. I just I, I think I think Baltimore gonna flop. I, I think Baltimore gonna flop. I don't know if they'll make it. The brains got them. It's one series at a time. Yeah, they got now the Philly. Philly gonna be they, a tough series. Philly gonna be a we, tough we series. The Philly last year, so yeah, we, we got some smoke. We got the yeah. we got the, the handle. So. Philly first, but oh yeah, you see how you see how it's coming. Yeah, got the for Kuna sure. Junior on the on the back. We got the boy. You know what I'm saying? MVP, MVP. Yeah, the little you can't see me, but putting them down there like that. <laughs> you know, yeah, 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 man. So you know, it's for real. It's just that time of the year, man. Everything is just it's all happening all at the same time, man. So it's just. For real, I feel like the I feel like the uh, uh, the Mr. Krabs meme, bro. I'm just kind of like, <laughs> you know, so I'm kind of like, oh, oh, man, oh, what's that? oh, what's that? I'm here, oh, I'm here, like, a hey, real talk, bro. Saturdays, bro. Saturdays, bro. I wake up, I ain't gotta go nowhere. I wake up, bro. I got YouTube TV. They got mm-hmm. the little multi view. Man, I just sit up there. I just yeah, you put it on there. Yeah, I'm, that's tough. I'm, I'm locked I can in. Do that here I ain't too, even, but. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. I, I, I'm, I I'm locked that's, that's in, tough. dog. That's <laughs> I'm tough. locked I know in. On Sundays, I know that's 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 good. So you can pull up whatever games you want on Sunday too. Pull up the Fox, yeah. CBS. Yeah, they got man. a little multiple. Yeah, locked yeah, in. I be I be locked in, man. I be soon as I'm I'm so locked in like that. I get a I get just a tad bit annoyed when the little daddy daddy and I'm like. Ah. <laughs> 
but I got it. You know what I'm saying? Got to yeah, yeah, handle yeah. business. It is what it nah, is, nah. man. But yeah, man, we hey, we got another good episode on tap for y'all. Um, you know, we gonna we gonna we keep it short and sweet as best as we can for y'all. But sometimes, man, the topics just get it, we get it get the best of us, and we just get so <laughs> passionate. But it it is what it is. Uh, man, as we know right now, the the NFL is is rolling along. It's crazy. They already a quarter way through the season. Mm-hmm. Um, heading into week five. Like I said, that's already yeah. going on right now with the Bears and the Commanders um, playing on Thursday night football, man. And, you know, usually, you know, those first couple of weeks, you try to give it as if, you know, this is an outlier for your team or certain teams. Um, but, man, by by week four, you kind of feel like this is who your team is, man. You know what I'm saying? And either you feeling real good or you feeling real bad about it, and you know, everybody comes out with like their little preseason predictions and who mm-hmm. they think is gonna do this and do that. And you know, sometimes you end up being right, and then sometimes you end up being right, and then sometimes, man, <laughs> you end up being dead wrong. So yeah. <laughs> you no know doubt. what I mean? No doubt. And you know, since we're quarter way through the season already, um, there's definitely been some teams that's probably been surprising people, and then obviously we got some that's being real disappointed. Man, who who you got right now is your, your uh through these first four weeks that surprised you the most? My surprise of the, of the year is, is the Detroit Lions. Um, they have surprised me. I don't. I know a lot. There was a lot of talk about the Lions, especially after they finished last season. Um, there's a lot of people that picked the Lions to win the NFC North. Um, but the Detroit Lions are three and one right now. Their one loss, um, their one loss was to excuse overtime me, in Seattle. One loss right? was overtime to Seattle. Yeah, they beat they beat Kansas City opening night. They beat they lost to uh, Seattle. They beat the Falcons and then they beat the Packers on this past Sunday. They've been playing some good ball. Um, I'm one of the people that picked the Minnesota Vikings to win that division again. I just felt I felt that that Detroit would be better, but I didn't know if they'd be they would be able to beat or compete with Minnesota with all the weapons and everything. And I thought Minnesota, outside of losing Dalvin Cook, really brought in some good pieces. They added Jordan Addison. Like I thought they were going to be all right. Um, but Detroit looks good. Their defense looks good. They fly around. They can run the football. They got a good offensive line which is always a good recipe to win football games. If you can run the football and stop the run, I mean, you're going you're gonna to be in a lot of games. And um, they're doing it. They're winning close. They won close against Kansas City. They won, they've won in some shootouts where they've had to score 30-plus points. They won in some tight games. The Falcons game ended up being 20-6, to but that was a tight game. You have two, two touchdowns in that game, so you had a back and forth in that one um, for the most part. Uh, get into that. But – Detroit has looked really, really good. They play the Panthers on Sunday, um, and the Panthers have looked like the Panthers so far. They're struggling, and so I, I expect that to be another W. I don't know if the Panthers – I don't see the Panthers being able to stop the run. I think that defense is flying around again. So, at this, I mean, after this weekend, you're looking at Detroit being 4-1, which I know in my lifetime, I know in my lifetime, I ain't never said or seen that for sure. I know I ain't never seen that. So Detroit is definitely my my surprise. They've 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 I said they shocked me. I thought they were going to be better. I thought I for sure thought they were going to be better. Um, 
but I, I didn't I didn't know if I if I saw it like this. I don't know if I saw them beat in Seattle. I don't know if Green Bay I could see. I thought the Falcons game was gonna be a little closer, but that defense once again, like Atlanta's got a good running attack and they shut that down. So they they I think Detroit is gonna be a team to to um to be reckoned with, especially going down. They made the playoffs, like you gotta go into Detroit or even on the road, like I said, they can play defense and they can run the ball. When you get into December and January, that's you need to be able to do. So they can keep this up, man. Detroit is going to be they're going to be a hard out come playoff time. Yeah, I I like that with Detroit. I thought um, I thought they were a playoff team. You know, I kind of I bought into the hype, but not the hype enough to where I thought they would just run away with like the division or something like mm-hmm. that. I thought they'd be a playoff team, but I thought too Minnesota would still have enough yeah. to win the division again, but. You know, they're looking like they're on the the opposite spectrum of that now, mm-hmm. um, trying to get themselves together. And Detroit, yeah, man, I mean, Detroit looks good. Like, you know, I I figured that they give Kansas City a tough run for the money, but I didn't think they would win. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, like you said, they're doing it all kind of different ways for sure. Um, my my surprise team for me, and then maybe that's not necessarily you know with their record because uh, they just sitting at two and two, but. Just how they looked the last couple of weeks for sure has caught my attention, and that's the Houston mm-hmm. Texans. Um, yeah. I mean, obviously they come out there with their rookie quarterback with C.J. Stroud. Um, you know, they had a tough outing those, those first couple of weeks where, um, you know, they lost to the Ravens, lost to the Colts. Um, but, I mean, that, that big surprising win that they had in week three against the Jaguars, I mean, yeah. took, took care of them too. It wasn't like a – uh, really wasn't close as like the score kind of well no it, yeah it was they beat them by twenty points so I mean you know mm-hmm. they they pretty much put it on them and then they put it up on the Steelers again this past weekend this past Sunday so <laughs> you know what I'm saying sitting up there at two and two um D'Amico Ryan's obviously is 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 trying to change over that culture man to you know to get Houston back on the right track because you know you know for the past few years they 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 haven't been <laughs> good to say the least um, yes. down in Houston for sure it's been a lot of drama a lot of stuff that's been going on on and off the field um, down there in Houston but you can see man whatever it is that they got um, that D'Amico Ryans has got them guys buying into is is working yep. so far um, I figured that they would improve better than they would have the past couple of seasons anyway um, but it's just you know I, I thought maybe you know They'll get one with the Colts, and I thought, you know, maybe they'll start off a little slow being, you know, maybe like, you know, one and three, one and four, or something like that, but then eventually they'll get it to where they might string off a couple of wins in a row. Uh, but, man, two big wins, you know, one on the road, one being at home, you know, against, you know, some some teams that we that we were expecting to possibly yeah. be good or even be mm-hmm. one of the upper echelon teams um, within the AFC, so – Man, I kind of like the fact that what, what what Houston's got going on, man. And you can tell, bro, with that that swagger or that that ambience that CJ Stroud has on them is kind of affecting um, the offense as well. Too. I mean, there's him. Obviously, you got uh, Damian Pierce, um, Nico Collins, man, Tank Dell. Yeah. Um, I mean, they 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 got some they got some young weapons right there that they building. Um, and you know, we haven't even think about it, that's all on offense. We hadn't even mentioned anything about Derrick Stanley Jr. or Will mm-hmm. Anderson. You know, we we hadn't even mentioned those guys on the defensive end, which obviously we know Coach D'Amico Ryan's is gonna get that side of the ball for sure. 
rolling. I mean, it, they 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 kind of have been the past couple of weeks, but yeah, that's my that's my big surprise right there for them, man. Sitting at two and two, right there yep. in the thick of it in the AFC South. Um, I didn't really see that coming for Houston to be to be that much improved this soon. I thought I thought it might have would have taken them a little past before the halfway point, and then they would get it together. But man, they look pretty good. Uh, these first four weeks right now. CJ Shaw hasn't even thrown an interception yet. You know, knock on wood. Playing good ball, know. man. So he's, he's playing good ball. No, I need him. I need him to. I need him to throw one on Sunday. <laughs> yeah, I need for him to sure. Throw one on Sunday for sure. I, I need him saying? to look like yeah. Last, I need him to look like how he played he against Michigan. Stadium, yeah, the last time he was in that stadium, he lit it up. He, he bought out. Him, yeah, he yeah, bought out. I need out. him to look like Michigan. I want yeah, the Michigan. Yeah. This past year, Michigan, not yeah. two years ago, Michigan, because that one yeah. he did it up too. I want he did. This past year, Michigan, that's the one yeah, I want. We want, we want him, not, we'll not the that. one, yeah, not the one in the Peach Bowl, because that was that CJ Stroud. I don't want to see them, but <laughs> yeah, moving on, moving on, moving on, moving on, moving on. But yeah, man, like you said, we got that one side where obviously teams were surprised us doing good. And you know, there's a couple other teams we probably could have mentioned. I mean, the Buccaneers yeah. sitting at three and one. Yeah, uh, you know. I don't know. Probably that's probably the next thing. That's probably is that that's that's you know surprising the way that they're doing it and everything yeah, like that. I would say. Um, but then on the other side of it, man, you got teams who we had a lot of hype in, thought that they'd be really good, kind of feed off of their last season. But so far, it just hasn't been looking good for them. Um, who is who's the team that you most disappointed in right now so far? Team that I mentioned earlier, man, the Minnesota Vikings. The Minnesota Vikings. They they have. And I don't think anybody's really talking about them. I think everybody is talking about the Giants and the Jets and the Bengals. Like, nobody is talking. The, the Vikings are one in three. The Vikings won, what, 13 games last year? They won a division. Like, the Vikings were a top seed in the, in, in the NFC last year, coming into the year thinking they were supposed to be doing the same thing again. Like, they are one in three. They've lost some tight games. They lost to the Bucks week one, which nobody expected them to lose to Tampa Bay week one. They lost to Tampa by three at home. They go and play Philly. They play Philly tough. They lose to Philly uh, 34-28. Then the next week, they're up on the Chargers and lose to the Chargers 28-24. This past week, um, they beat Carolina, but Carolina's Carolina. They beat Carolina 21-13. Like, the Panthers haven't looked good. They're 0-4, like I mentioned earlier. They just haven't looked good. Uh, Kirk Cousins isn't playing well. Um, at least he's not playing up to what it's been. Like I don't. It's just the offense doesn't look like it's clicking. Um, the defense has had have had their moments. They had their moments this past Sunday. Had a fumble, uh, scooping score for a touchdown against Carolina. But they got the Chiefs coming to town this this weekend. The Chiefs are coming to town. Um, the way they've looked, man, they could get smoked. Like they could get smoked, and this is a team that I don't. I don't know if I. I don't. I don't. I didn't have them as a top three team in the NFC. I definitely had San Francisco, Dallas, and Philly over them as far as the top three teams in the NFC. But this is supposed to be a team, like I said, 12, 13, maybe even fourteen win team, win a division, get into the playoffs, and with the. With the weapons that they have on offense, like you would think in the way they played last year, it was like, 
they should they should be a hard out. Like this should not be an easy a easy um, opponent to play, and they just haven't lived up the snuff. It's four games in. Don't want to put a whole lot of stock in it. You still got another. Well, we had seventeen games, so you still got another thirteen games to play. But sitting that one and three in that division with the way that Detroit has looked, and even Green Bay, Green Bay is two and two right now. Like you don't want to fall too far behind a Detroit. And Detroit, they 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 look for real. Like I said they're my surprise, but Detroit looks like they could be a contender, a real a real problem. I'm not, I'm not saying that they could go to the Super Bowl, but they're going to be a tough out for whoever they play. So the Vikings got to get it. If they don't get it together, they don't win in this division. They ain't making the playoffs. They won't make the playoffs. So Minnesota for me. Yeah. I, I don't know what it is. And, you know, maybe it's because, you know, last year they were in so many close games and they and they won them. Yeah, that's part and, of it. Too. you know, you they know just some, following the losing end of Yeah. And then now they're just getting in on the losing end of on, on how close they are to them. Uh, man, my disappointment um, is a team that you kind of mentioned that, that a lot of people probably would say is a disappointment, um, and it's the Cincinnati Bengals. I mean, I know that they're maybe the problem with them is just because you know that they're, they're hitting with they're getting hit with injuries. Obviously, mm-hmm. you know Joe Burrow had that calf injury at the start of training camp, and he pretty much got shut down that whole yep. way. So you know that I know that took them some time, but. Week one didn't look too hot against uh, against um, Cleveland. Didn't look too hot there. Kind of looked they might have had it going there against Baltimore, but it was just too much for Baltimore. Um, too much Baltimore for them. And, and I mean, really, outside of that, the Baltimore game, that offense really hasn't been looking the way it needs to look. Um, yeah. Even the even the Monday night game against the Rams. I mean. I, I say that was kind of more so the defense that gave them that win, um, just because of the, the way, man, uh, Trey Hendricks. <laughs> Trey Hendricks. Yeah, that boy was going crazy. Man, I'm telling you, yeah. dog. He, yeah, he, 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 one of them. So you know, it's just I don't know what it is, you know, and, and you can kind of see it. The frustration is kind of boiling over because you know this oh, is. Yeah. This is a team who, you know, two years ago removed from the Super Bowl and mm-hmm. uh, probably a, a, a rough and a passer flag away from going back to it, you know, That's being it. the AFC yeah. Championship back-to-back years, man. So I think now it's just they're they're pressing a lot because they just, they've been so close. I mean, we're talking about in the Super Bowl, if, if Joe Burrow gets another half second – Jamar they might win the game. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Jamar is just naked down the sideline. If he get another half second, they're holding up the Lombardi trophy probably. And then, you know, obviously if the 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 rough and the passer doesn't get called in the AFC championship game on on, on I think that was on Pratt, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Um uh, I can't remember any guy's name. Who knows? Who knows mm-hmm. what 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 would have happened there? So I mean, you know, they've been they've been so close, but but Hadn't been able to just seal it, and you know maybe they're pressing, and then obviously you know now Joe Burrow got that big contract, so you know it's just kind of like there's that. Uh, you know what's what's up with T Higgins? You know he's on the yeah. final final year of his deal. Like they're gonna try to keep him around. You got to pay him. There's Chase. There's Mixon. I mean, dude, but and, and you know and Burrow got paid the big bucks, and it's just kind of like has the window already peaked. 
And if they had they peak too soon already for Cincinnati, you know, that's that's what you that's what you gotta worry about. And then, you know, you would think going into it, you know, are they playing the Cardinals this Sunday? It should be a, a, a gimme, but I mean, that Cardinals team is kind of tough, man. That's a tough team. You can't just, they you can't just walk over them. You, yeah, you just can't yeah. walk over them right now, man. So I don't know. You know, hopefully they, they can try to get right because they they don't get this one against the Cardinals, man. They they in trouble because after that they got the they got the Seahawks, they got the 49ers, the Bills, the Texans, the Ravens again. I mean that that's hard, man. That's yeah. that's hard. That's hard. And then at that point, you know, do they start exploring to, you know, getting some guys traded out, like, you know, whatever. Like, do do if it comes to the end of the season and, you know, they still hadn't worked anything out with a deal with T. Higgins, like, does he leave out and go to free agency? Man, we could we could use you somewhere. Um, you no, know. no, we couldn't. We, we can't could. throw the ball. We can't we throw could. the ball no way, man. Don't get me started, man. We can't <laughs> throw the ball. We couldn't get the ball to him no way, bro. <laughs> Sorry, passing game we got. Can't throw the ball to nobody. Yeah, it's, now it's, it is. So can't get Kyle Pitts the football for no reason, bro. I, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I can only hope, man. I can only hope and dream. I'm sorry. You know, I, I know. I know. I got. I know. I got to snap back to reality, but you know, it is what it is, man. But no, for real. I mean, the the the, the Bengals could be in some trouble, and then you know, it yeah. could this could this, and then could this also be that these last two years could have been just an outlier because Lamar Jackson wasn't healthy. You know, could 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 that be a reason? Now we know that he's healthy. He's healthy. He's there. Is this going to be that this is back to being Baltimore's division? Which obviously we kind of figured that it was going to have to go down between Cincy and Baltimore. But I mean, yeah. Here in the next few weeks after this past month, come November, they're going to play the Ravens again. They've already lost to Baltimore, so if they can't beat them for that sec that second game. It's 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 GGs, yeah. man. You know what I'm saying? Be, so it could be curtains, especially you already lost you already lost to Cleveland too. Yeah. Yeah. You so you already O two you already O two down in the division, so Yeah. They got to sweep the Steelers. They gotta sweep the Steelers and they gotta split with it. They gotta win those next two matchups. So yeah. And and, and, and they got yeah. They got to find a way, and then they, they got all those first place games. So they got to find a way to play against the Bills. You know the game mm-hmm. that they didn't finish last year, playing San yeah. Francisco, playing the Chiefs. So yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I think that I think they can figure it out. But yeah, it's, it's been rough. It's been rough. That injury was joke. I mean, you could tell it was bothering them and stuff. They just hadn't. He hadn't been able to really get into a groove. So. I'm hoping I'm hoping they can figure it out because I like watching Cincinnati play when they're on. Yeah. I like watching Cincinnati play, so yeah. I'm hopefully they can get it going. Yeah, I mean a couple other teams I thought about. I mean the Jets. I couldn't really say that they were a disappointment. I mean they just Aaron Rodgers going down is just kind of obviously yeah, and, killed all can, that. Can, um, I, can I say something real quick about that? Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm, I'm tired of all the I was. Was it? I was going back. I like watching first take. I don't watch it live, but I'll go back on YouTube and watch it. But I'm tired of the. They had a question today on first take, which quarter, which team, which team's quarterback situation is more dire? Is it the Jets or is it the Broncos? As they play this weekend, like, can we stop? I just in general like. Can we stop with the quarterback situations, especially when, we, when it comes to the Jets? 
We know the quarterback situation. Aaron Rodgers ain't there. He's hurt. Zach Wilson didn't play well last year. He's playing this year. Did he play, uh, did he play better on Sunday? Yes. But the Jets quarterback situation is going to be dire than most all the teams in the NFL, than most of the teams in the league. Like, it just is what it is. When you have a bona fide Hall of Fame quarterback that's, that's your starter, a dude that you figure is going to take to the Super Bowl, and then he gets hurt four plays into his Jets career for the first season, uh, yeah, that quarterback situation is going to be worse than most everybody's. So, yeah. Like that is can we like we get it we know we that's know that's a dumb that's a dumb question because it is but it's just like it's just in general like all of the questions about the Jets quarterbacks like Zach Wilson and the Jets and where the quarterback situation is the it, the situation is we know you know the situation and and Rice Turner is Achilles Zach Wilson is the quarterback and Rice trying to, he's trying to come back but might not probably not going to make it back that's yeah. it. And Rogers out. Zach Wilson is quarterback. Zach Wilson ain't played well. Probably gonna be in a lot of tight games, or they're gonna lose because Zach Wilson just ain't that great of a quarterback right now. Can we just stop? Like it is, the Jets aren't going to be who we thought they were because Aaron Rodgers ain't there. So what do we? Well, we keep we keep talking like all of a sudden Aaron Rodgers is going to like be back in two weeks. Like he's done. He's done. Yeah, this ain't a high ankle sprain we talking about. This like, ain't a, 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 so a sprained like, shoulder. Yeah, with it, you know, are the Jets a disappointment? Yeah, but it's not. Not, is it truly a disappointment, though? Because they're not playing with the dude that we figured was going to be their starting quarterback. I don't think they would be losing these bargains. They might have beat the Chiefs. They almost beat the Chiefs with Zach Wilson. So, like, yeah, yeah. It's a disappointment, but it's kind of a, it's an asterisk next to it. So, I had to get that off. I saw that and I was like, like okay, I'm skipping that. Like, this, yeah. yeah, 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 we like know obviously. which one is. So, yeah, it's like so obvious. Like, I mean, yeah, you know, that that could have been one. I, I you, you talk about the Broncos. I even thought about the Broncos, but really kind of more so, more disappointed in the defense than it is because honestly, Russell Wilson is playing. Yeah. Yeah. Russell Wilson's playing way better than he did last season, so it's not even really mm-hmm. offensively. It's their fault. The defense is just yeah, I don't know what's <laughs> going on with that, but I mean, like you said, man, a lot of teams got 13 more games to go, man, a long ways to go. Um, you know, we just we just have to see from there, man. Some of these teams could turn it around. We just, you know, never can know. It's, it's still a long ways to go. Anything can happen mm-hmm. in the NFL. We We've we seen it too often. <laughs> We've seen it too often now, too much to see, you know, it's just to quickly give up on it like that, you know. But uh going we're gonna go ahead and go into the uh the pickles for the week here in the NFL, man. To me the games are kind of eh this Sunday. Yeah. You know. But it, it's it's a it's a few good ones in there that you know that we can we go with, man. So first game we got on tap, I just went with a, a classic di- a divisional rivalry. Um, Man. Probably you know one of the better rivalries that we we've seen in in our generation, um, mm-hmm. and that's the Baltimore Ravens going up to Pittsburgh playing the Pittsburgh Steelers. Obviously, um, it's it's not looking like the same right now for Pittsburgh. Um, I don't know what's the status with uh, with Kenny Pickett. I think he 
was limited in practice, so he may give it a go Sunday. I know he went out with that knee injury, um, but I know most people that's that we know that's Pittsburgh Steelers fans, they want Matt Candle to go. Um, <laughs> but, you know, but it's a rivalry game, divisional game, man. Anything can happen. Ravens, Steelers, uh, who, who you got? Ravens. Matt Canada is your offensive coordinator. You don't know what the status is for Kenny Pickett. Ravens. <laughs> That's a simple one for me. Yeah. Um, I ain't gonna lie, man. Cheese. I ain't gonna lie, man. Lamar Jackson look like he he on a mission. I think he trying to he gonna try to he's reminding everybody of like, hey, I'm a former MVP, man. I led the league in touchdown passes. When I'm healthy, I'm one of the better quarterbacks in the league. I'm up there in the upper echelon. You got to mention me up yeah. there with the elites. You know what I'm saying? So he's rolling. He's rolling. Hate that they don't have J.K. Dobbins, but, you know, yeah. it's, it's, it's it's coming along, man. Um, Is Odell, Odell won't be back this week, will he? I think he will be back this week. I believe Odell okay. will be back this week. Zay, Zay Flowers okay. had a decent game last week. Um, yep. So that's coming along. Obviously, nobody even, and they know the ball is going to him, but nobody can stop Mark Andrews. <laughs> you know, that's the safety. I mean, that's yeah. the safety blanket. Yeah, my they know that gets, my brother gets mad at me every year because I draft him. Fantasy is like uh, I mean, Lamar's bro, he's throwing him the ball. Yeah, he's he's guaranteed. He's guaranteed a, a minimum ten points unless he just can't get him the ball or he's hurt. Like, yeah, at, at minimum. Like, I mean, he's probably. Outside of Kelsey, that's the next tight end you taking in the draft. It's clearly, oh, yeah, yeah sure. clearly, like it's yeah. not even close. So, yeah, I, I got the Ravens with that one too, man. I think they go ahead and take care of business and and, and handle the Steelers. Um, next game we got on tap. Um, we mentioned that one a little bit too, um, but the Kansas City Chiefs, Minnesota Vikings. Obviously, um, the Chiefs trying to still keep get the ball rolling. The Vikings pretty much this is it's in a must win game, man. I mean, on paper yeah. this looked like this could be a shootout, but I I don't know what may happen. Who who you got? KC's defense has been playing better. Um, I think that the Vikings will be confident after getting that first win. You got some confidence rolling, be able to be able to uh, play a little bit better. Um, but the way that the way the Chiefs defense has been playing and in combination with who am I taking, Patrick Mahomes or or Kirk Cousins, Kirk Cousins, excuse me. I'm taking Patrick Mahomes. So I'm I'm gonna go with the I'm gonna go with the the Chiefs. I think it's gonna be a close game though. I think the Vikings will will play. I think they will play. They'll show the team that most people thought we were going to see, I think we'll see that team on Sunday. Um, but I, I think Patrick Mahomes makes makes enough plays against that Vikings defense. So give me give me the Chiefs on the road. That'll be a tough environment. I mean, that place it looks like. I mean, it's it's nice. That yeah. dome is nice, but it looks like. I mean, all the people in there and skull and get the clapping and stuff. Like it, it looks like it's an intimidating place to play. So it'll be rocking. But I'm, I'm gonna go with the Chiefs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. US US Bank Stadium can get pretty loud, man. It is it, it's one of those places. If it's rocking, mm-hmm. it's rocking. Um honestly to me it comes down to the defenses, man. And I I like Kansas City defense a little bit more than Minnesota. Mm-hmm. Um 
especially now with them having Chris Jones back, that's that's making the that's making a heck of a difference having him back out there um yeah. on on the football field. Um, you know, Spagnolo doing his thing, dialing up those blitzes, getting guys in a position mm-hmm. where they need to be. Um we like we know what Mahomes and their company is gonna do. Um yeah. you know, obviously it's him and Kelsey and then it's trying to figure out, you know, Who's gonna be that next guy? I mean, like last week it was Isaiah Pacheco with the run game. So, yeah. you know, it was him the, the week before that. It, it could be, you know, Sky Moore or it could be uh 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 Rice. Uh, you know, mm-hmm. they just you know it's Mahomes and Kelsey, but it's just trying to figure out who's that next guy. Yeah. And which granted there's no one else there that has separated themselves to be that next guy, but it's like they're all they all kind of been taking their turns. Mm-hmm. To be that guy that for to, to, to step up, so um, I think in the end, of course, I'm gonna go with the Chiefs too. I think they make just enough plays to, to get done. It's gonna be a good game, though. I think it's gonna be uh, very exciting. It's probably gonna mm-hmm. be similar to how like that the Chargers Vikings was a lot of back and forth going there and everything like that. And then it's just who can make that final play. And I think in the end, it'll end up being the Chiefs. Yeah. Um, next game here, probably the biggest game of the week of Week Five. Uh, ends up being on Sunday Night Football, and uh, that is a rematch of um, was that the divisional round in the mm-hmm. uh, NFC playoffs between um, the Dallas Cowboys and the San Francisco 49ers. Um, yeah, obviously, man, this is a heavyweight bout. <laughs> These are the you know two of the top three teams that's in the NFC right now. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, a, a long history rivalry that 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 dates back. To the seventies, <laughs> I mean, yeah, you know, yeah. you know, because in the seventies, the the Cowboys kind of won those a little bit towards, you know, and then towards the end, the Forty ers got them there. And in the eighties, it was all the Forty ers um, and then the nineties, it seemed like almost every year in the early nineties, it was these two teams in the NFC Championship playing each other. So <laughs> the winner would always end up going to the Super Bowl, um, and you know, obviously now that kind of has rekindled. That rivalry, they've met the past two seasons in the playoffs with the 49ers mm-hmm. getting the best of them. Um, man, I, this for me, this is close. I don't know really who to choose, but in the end, Christian McCaffrey has scored a touchdown, I think, in 13 straight games now. It's going to be 14. I think he he's going to score. Brandon Ayuk is having a hell of a season. Oh, yeah. He's, he's having a fast. hell of a season. Mm-hmm. I just, I just, I just think now, like I know, like a couple of weeks ago, the Cowboys had that—I don't want to say fluke loss, but just had that bad loss to to Arizona, and mm-hmm. obviously they were missing Trayvon Diggs and everything like that. This is the game that they really gonna miss him because, depending on the health, I don't know what what the status is with Debo Samuel right now, but mm-hmm. that's Ayuk Samuel. McCaffrey in the backfield. You st- oh, by the way, you still got George Kittle. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, it's so it's a lot going it, on. It, it, it's a lot, man. I think I think just in the end, I think it's gonna be a, a, a good win. Now, granted, the Cowboys defense last time we saw them playing against Brock Purdy, they did kind of held him in check. He was the that was the one team I kind of seen where. They mm-hmm. held him in check, and he really couldn't get as much as he normally got going outside of the Eagles game. But he got knocked out the Eagles game, so I don't really count that against him. But I, I think, um, 
you know, Mike Shanahan is going to make sure they put all those guys in the right situation, make sure they're straight in. I think the 49ers end up getting dubbed. Yeah, I'm going with the 49ers. I'm taking that defense. Um, take the defense. I think they're at home as well. I just I, – I think the 49ers defense makes Dak Prescott make more mistakes. Mm. I think they forced Dak Prescott into a couple more mistakes than the the other way around. I just think that that, that 49ers defense is as good – I mean, the top three defense in the league, the, that Cowboys defense is legit and like that as well. Um, I think it is a tight game. Those, I mean, two years ago, it was a tight game in the playoffs. Last year was a tight game. Like, this is not going to be a blowout. The defenses are too good for it to be a blowout, right? But I I, I just trust, I trust that, Vic, that, that 49ers defense to make a play when they need to. I think that they'll make a play. I think that um, – Brock Purdy will make a throw or two that will help him win the game. I mean, I mean you got all those weapons. You mentioned them. See what it's on with Debo Samuel uh, as far as that goes. Catherine Kittle, it's, it's a lot. It's a lot. So I'm going to say the 49ers defense to force Dallas into one or two more turnovers. Yeah. Yeah, I just – I think I, it's gonna be a good game though, man. Can't wait to see it. Yeah, prime prime time Sunday night. Definitely gonna be locked in for it. Um, but there's a you know a couple other good games that's going on this week too, man. But can't can't wait for the end of that, that NFL week five as it's going on right now. So that's what's going on in the league, man. And then, then we shift over here uh, down down to the college ranks, man. Big news out there that's going on in college football. Um, a lot going on there, man. But I, the, the the biggest news that came out this week um, is the 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 uh, NCAA um, going with um, to approve uh, changes to how the transfer portal is going to work um, and the window slash time period for the transfer portal, and it's going to affect all sports. So it's not like they're just singling out one sport. It's going to affect all mm-hmm. sport. Um, so how it is is now I, I don't I can't remember exactly what the original um time frame was, but obviously it was sixty it was, days. It was sixty. So they yeah. shifted, so they brought it down to forty five now. So it'd be forty five mm-hmm. days um to throughout the year to where they can enter their names into the portal. Um and like I said, it's gonna be different differentiated by sport. So for example, um, with college football, how it'll work is is after the day after the college football playoff teams are announced. Uh, so that they just give an example, like if it was this past year, the announcement was on December fourth of twenty twenty two. So then at that point, it's there for forty five days, and then that next period will be basically in April, which is kind of like you know right in the spring and so forth and so forth. So mm-hmm. this is kind of that. Um, how they have going on with that, man. Um, how do you feel about um, them kind of just shrinking that window down for the transfer portal down the NCAA? Um, I like it. I think it's going to help sure up some stuff. It's going to help make some – help guys make some decisions, some harder decisions earlier. Um, you know, you think about it, it's like, oh, 15 days, like, you know, that's not going to really affect anybody, you know, 15 days or whatever, like, <laughs> 
No, nah, you got some boys that are, you know, some some boys and some and some women for that for that matter that'll be thinking about it. I mean, that's two months. Two months is a long time to be thinking about whether or not you want to leave a program or not. And cutting it down to that that month and a half, you really have to. Do you want to do this or do you not? And also helps those programs. Okay, say all right, this player is not going to be with us. We can go into the portal and grab somebody in this position, or that position, or whatever it is. Now you know you'll know faster as a program, as a coaching staff, what you'll need for your team if you want to be in the portal. If you're active in the portal, who are you looking for? What type of player do you need to be looking for? So um, I think it's good. I think it's going to work out fine. Um, there was going to be there was going to have to be some type of some type of adjustment to the transfer portal just because of how long the window was open and the amount of people that are in it. Like, there, I mean, you're talking about, I think last year at one point that might have been like close to like 5,000 athletes. I'm talking about just football. Like, maybe like say 4,000. Like 4,000 football players in the portal. And I'm talking about from D1 down to Division three, 4,000. They're on four thousand spots, man. They're on four thousand spots. You see what I'm saying? So you 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 ensure that now high school recruiting that should help high school recruiting as well, as far as being able to recruit high school athletes. And then, um, if you need to go in the portal and grab, you know, a receiver or a point guard, midfielder, whatever whatever sport you play, you need to go in there and grab when you can. So I think it's gonna help. I think it's going to help out a lot. Yeah, I don't think it's a bad thing either. Um, I saw some, I saw a few people kind of saying like this was the quote unquote Deion Sanders rule because of how many people they had coming in the portal through Colorado. But yeah, I, I don't, I don't think it's, I don't think it's that. I don't think they're trying to necessarily point him out for, for doing anything like that. I mean, because how the portal is working currently at that point before they come with the shrinkage. I mean, he's doing it within the rules of how the portal was. I mean, I, I don't see nothing wrong with that. And then I don't see nothing wrong with the fact that, you know, they pretty much cut that down because, you know, like you said, some people are like, oh, you know, 60 days is nothing. Or like, oh, and then you cut it down to 45 days, man, there's nothing. But, you know, that's, that's basically two weeks we're talking about that. That's what I'm saying. Two two weeks go by pretty fast, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like two weeks can go by pretty fast. So like, I I think it's uh it's gonna for sure help out in the long run, especially the fact that they're doing it with all sports. It's not like they're singling out one sport where one sport is one sport you're only getting forty five days, or everybody else can still get the sixty. It's gonna help out everywhere because I mean the the portal is a thing in all sports. It's not just football. Yeah. I mean we. We we seen it in college college basketball, women's college basketball. I mean, just everywhere, you know. So this is not just a, a, a football thing that you know people think this is you know this is targeting someone or anything like that. I think in the mm-hmm. long run, man, it's it's it's, it's going to help out for sure um, for you know for for the schools, man, and for you know the athletes, high school athletes, like you said, man, too. Kind of gives them more of a a chance to get back into this man because you know that was the one thing that the portal was doing man it, it was just weeding out pretty was, much yeah man if it, it wasn't you know if you, you wouldn't yeah if you wasn't if you wasn't like you know 
a, a DJ or an arch or, a, <laughs> you know, if you were one of those guys, it was kind of like, man, you was, you was kind of almost like a, a feeling as yourself as a big fish in a little pond, man. You just had nowhere to go. So I think in the end, this is this is this is good for college athletic sports, man. I, I don't think it's, this is nothing bad. I know we don't like a lot of things that the NCAA does and rules and regulations and stuff, but this is the one time where I'm like, man, I really don't have a problem with it. I'm I'm fine with it. It's it's, it's a go. It's a go for me. Yeah, man. So we we chugging along through um the college football season. We're pretty much about the halfway point now. For for some schools, yeah, we're about at the, about yeah. the halfway point of the regular season. So things are coming along, man. Um, we talked about our, we talked about teams who was on upset alert last week, and for a half, Texas was looking a little scary, but they they pulled away. They figured and, it out, and, and and Washington had a close game with Arizona. So you know, we, we it was there, man. So. <laughs> You yeah. know, a, a lot of good games on tap this week too, man. Who is who? Are you sitting up here now that you thinking that they could be on upset alert for this week? First team, I might have two again. The first team is LSU. LSU is favored by four points. They're going into Columbia, Missouri, um, play the Missouri Tigers. Um, Missouri is looking good, man. Missouri is five and zero right now, quietly. Quietest kept. Missouri is fine. No, and no one's really talking about Missouri right now. Right number 21 in the nation. Good offense. Got a pretty solid defense. Um, LSU had a tough loss last weekend to Ole Miss. So what do they look like coming back? Are they still feeling the effects of that, of that tight loss? Or can they bounce back and go on the road again against a worthy, tough conference opponent? So, um, that, that's an interesting one. I'm, I'm putting LSU on upset alert for sure against Missouri. Uh, and then the next one, the next one, they got to go on here just based upon the way they've been playing. I'm putting Georgia. I'm putting Georgia on upset alert. They have played some tight games the last couple of weeks. It was tight against South Carolina, even tighter against Auburn. They start. They start slow. They find ways to 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 get in the groove late. They find ways to get in the groove late, especially offensively. I think that defense is what it is. What it is is solid. Offensively, they struggle early in games. They struggle on the road at Auburn. Now they get Kentucky at home. So I think I think that's a big thing. But Kentucky is coming off a big win against Florida, a ranked Florida team, who, in my opinion, shouldn't have been ranked. Whatever. But they didn't – I mean, they smoked Florida. Like, they smoked them. And and so, strong running attack. Do I think they'll be able to run the ball um, against Georgia like they did Florida? Probably not. But Kentucky is another sneaky team um, that might be able to do something. So, I'm going to go – I mean, it's two SEC teams. and I mean, we're getting to think of it now, conference play. But I'm going to go LSU and I'm going to put Georgia upset alert. Um, Georgia fair by 14 and a half. Yeah, I, I like that just because I'm I'm getting to the point now where I think that we're we're trying to wait to see like this dominant like just start to finish. 
Mm-hmm. I don't think I don't think that that is this team. I don't think that is this team from last year mm-hmm. or the year before last. I don't think that's just who they are. So the slow starts bother me, and I just know like that just can't continue to keep happening because now mm-hmm. the rest of their the rest of their schedule they they are facing some teams who can put up some gaudy numbers, who can put points on the board, who won't be afraid of them like Kentucky. They mm-hmm. still haven't played Missouri yet. They still got, and you know, you we we I know we just talked about Florida, but for some reason they they seem to get up for those big games. Yep. So they they you know that's that that's a big rivalry, and they still got Tennessee. So it's just kind of like, hey, they they keep on man. They'll find yeah. a, they'll they'll find the right team on the wrong yeah. day, and can't keep playing with fire. They'll be that, but so I, I'm not surprised at that, man. For me, I got two as well. Um, I'm going out to the Pac-12 again. Uh, okay. Washington State on the mm-hmm. road UCLA. in Pasadena against UCLA. Okay. Even though technically they have UCLA favored by three points, mm-hmm. I'm still saying it's upset alert just because of the rankings with Washington State undefeated 4-0, you know, and everything like that. So, this is going to go going up against Chip Kelly, a, basically a morning game, pretty much out that way, or right yeah. at noon ish, mm-hmm. out that way, and everything like that. Three three thirty, three o'clock central. I mean, three o'clock Eastern, two o'clock central. Um, you know, only you know the I mean the Pac twelve man is just crazy. You just never know. So I say Washington State is on upset alert. Um, never know how that might go just because of that. Um, and then I'm gonna go out to the SEC as well. Alabama going yeah. down to College Station against Texas A&M. Texas A&M. Granted, yeah. this is and we know A&M doesn't have their starting quarterback. Max Johnson will be in there. I, I think yeah, he I think he's still good to go. Max Max Johnson is still there. So, yeah. Um, but the last couple of years. A&M has played Alabama pretty tough. They almost had oh, yeah. it last year in Tuscaloosa, mm-hmm. and then the year before last, actually, even though it was disappointing for A&M, they got that upset win, uh, that last-second field goal against Alabama. So it's, it's it's tricky, man. Only a one-point favorite, so that's pretty yeah. much a that's a that's a pick and that's a toss-up. So yeah. you know, it's it's there on the road, man. College, that's a tough place to play. Oh yeah, for sure. Oh, That's yeah. a tough place to play, man. Over a hundred thousand rocking, and you know the. That's a that's a tough place to play, man. So I for me, I got Washington State and Alabama on upset alert. Okay, that's I, I, I like you know, that one too. Yeah, I I, I think, think just, in the end, I think in the yeah. end, both teams can still pull it out, but I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, that uh. The quarterback, not having a quarterback scares me a little bit for A&M. But, I mean, he's out Alabama season, hasn't so. looked. Yeah. So, I mean, but Alabama hasn't looked. What You know, they've they've looked how they've looked. Not like the Alabama squad we, we've been accustomed to seeing. And, I mean, just me Ooh. personally. Could you? I think, I think A&M is – Whatever. So, could you imagine them losing to both Texas schools in one year? Oh my god! <laughs> well, then you turn around and then you go into the next year. You go into next year when they when Texas comes to 
comes to the SEC and Oklahoma does, and now all of a sudden, like you said, now you got Texas and A and M both beat Alabama in the same year. Like, so you had to deal with all that stuff. You know, oh Texas and uh, you know, mm-hmm. I, I'd rather not. Like I said, I, I still don't. A and M to me is still whatever. Yeah, whatever. They still For sure. They still just kind of out there. So yeah, we'll see, we'll see. Yeah, we'll, we'll we'll definitely we'll definitely see, but I I think it's, it has a chance of being of being a good game for sure. Oh no, um, no doubt. Man, speaking of good games, it's, it's a lot of them again this week in college football. Man, yep. uh, the biggest the biggest one on tap in the morning, probably the biggest game of the week for sure. Man, it's the Red River Shootout, Oklahoma Texas. Last year it was one very one sided. I think uh, Texas won forty nine to nothing. Yeah, I think yeah. they won forty nine to nothing, man. So it's very mm-hmm. one sided. But now this year, it's, it's it's back to where you normally see the Red River shootout. Mm-hmm. Both teams ranked, both teams undefeated. Whoever you know probably wins this game has a jump start of continuing their way going to the Big Twelve Championship, which mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure everybody else in the Big Twelve this year hates it. That it, what if it ends up being Texas and Oklahoma playing in the Big Twelve Championship the last year? In the last, the last year, year that, that they're, 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 I just know the <laughs> I just know the rest of them gonna hate that, but that that's the way it's kind of looking right now. But so this mm-hmm. this could be the first first of possibly two meetings of the Red River Shootout here. Yeah, um, Dylan Gabriel is 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 playing lights out. Um, Red Venables has the defense kind of looking like how he wants his defense to go um, in the way back in them old Clemson days that he had. It just just a little bit. Still got some work to do, but there's that. Then obviously, Quinn Ewers in Texas and all the guys that they have there, Coach Stark and, and everything like that, yep. down in the Cotton Bowl. Man, who you got in this one? This is going to be a good game. You talking about two – Two good teams, two really good defenses. Oklahoma right now is the top scoring wise at the top offense in the in the Big Twelve. Oklahoma, I mean Texas is maybe at two or three or whatever defensively. They're both atop the Big Twelve, two of the top defenses in the nation right now. I saw the text late and I wasn't able. I mean, by the time I I saw it, there was no point in me answering it. But Chris, Chris asked in the group, he asked, what else does Texas have to do to, to, to prove a point, to say that they're for real, win this game on Saturday? You win this game on Saturday, I'm, I, might, I might give it up and say, okay, all right, y'all, y'all, y'all might have something. You lose this game on Saturday, I'm going to go back, back, right back to what I've been saying. Big games. You beat Alabama, yeah, cool. But you get into some big games, and now all of a sudden you can't figure it out. That that's going to be the big thing for me. Oklahoma to me is really playing with house money. Granted, yeah, they are undefeated. Granted, they are the number twelve ranked team in the nation right now. But everybody is all over Texas right now, and Oklahoma is quiet as kept. Another team that's just been undefeated, been playing good football, been scoring, been scoring a lot of points, and shutting people down on defense. So. We're gonna see what Texas is. We're gonna see what Texas is built with. If if Texas is for real, Chris, they'll win this game on Saturday. I'm going with Oklahoma. I'm going with Oklahoma. Win this game on Saturday. Win this game on Saturday. 
and I'm, and I'll stop until they decide to lose a game. But when on Saturday, so I'm going to Oklahoma. Well, I'm gonna tell you this, Chris. I was on your boys back in the summer. I said it back then. I said on paper, this they look like they could have the squad to be in that conversation. Mm-hmm. You did, but but I'm I'm right there with you. This is a this is another game that they gotta prove that. Not, not the whole is Texas back and all this stuff. Just to prove, can you be in that conversation with the Michigans, the Georgias, the Ohio mm-hmm. States? Can you be in that conversation with them and legit stay in that conversation? And is this a starter where we seeing that to where they are for real in this conversation year in and year out? Not you know, not one year and then two years they back to eight and five and and seven and six and all that stuff. Is is this gonna be it? I think it's the time. I think okay. it's the time. Now I will say this: it's gonna be the best offense they've ever faced. It's mm-hmm. gonna be probably the most complete team they've ever faced. Even I I think even more complete than how Alabama was, just because we didn't know the quarterback situation. We know yeah, that we know that. we know. Uh, Dylan Gabriel can ball. We know that. So therefore, this is definitely this is going to be the biggest test for Texas in their defense outside of Alabama. I think though, Queen Ewers and that offense, they do just enough. I the the, the name of the game is going to live up to. It. I think it's going to be a shootout. I really think it is. Okay. I, I really think it is. It might start off a little slow, but I think what's going to happen once everybody find their footing, it's going to go because, you know, early morning game and everything like that. Woo-de-woo. But I'm going with Texas. I think this is the time they show that they're for real. They get it done. And at this point, they, they put themselves up ahead of everybody in the Big 12 and try to coast along some more as they get ready through the rest of the season. So I'm going to go with Texas. Okay. All right, that's just, I just want to see it, man. I just want to see it. That's it. Hey, I understand. I understand because you know they, they do this every time. They do. They do every time. So it's, it's it's not like what you. This ain't even you hating. You you proving there's proven fact. This is what I they go do. Back. Yes, this is proven fact. <laughs> this is proven fact. So ain't this is not hating. That's proven fact. So I feel like can't nobody be like, oh man, y'all hate no. T-. No, this is proven fact. This is proven fact, man. Ain't nobody. Yeah. This is just that. I think that they, I think that they do it this time. I think they do it. I, I think they do it I for real. Next game up, which we I, we were just talking about, kind of a part of in the upset alert um, mm-hmm. category. Uh, but yeah, number eleven, Alabama going down to College Station, taking on Texas A and M. Like I said, the last couple of years they played each other pretty tough. Um, mm-hmm. Alabama squeaked by one year, and then Texas A and M got that last second field going on them the year before. Um. Man, who you got in this one? I'm gonna take Alabama. I'm gonna take Alabama in a close game. I think obviously they got their quote unquote revenge over A and M. They avenged that loss from two years ago in College Station. But I think Nick Saban reminds those guys like, hey man, like the last time we were here, we lost. The last time we were in this stadium, in this state, playing against the Aggies, we lost. Um and so I think he gets his guys ready to play. I think he has them revved up. I think they'll be motivated to play um, this ball game. Um, and I just think that quarterback situation, I get it. You know, I get you know, Max Johnson and everything. But I just that quarterback situation, 
is is shaky for me. Um and it's shaky enough for me to 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 not pick A and M, so I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with Alabama in a tight in a tight game. I mean, you, like I said, the, the spread was one point. It's based who pick your poison, flip a coin. Um, but I'm gonna go with Bama. <laughs> I'm I'm gonna go with Alabama. I'm, I'll go with uh, tradition and consistency. Uh, I'll pick I'll pick Alabama over A and M. It's gonna be yeah. It's gonna be close. It is gonna be close. And them being at home does help them out just a little bit. But I do think in the end, Alabama does just enough to pull it off as well. Um I, you know, I just feel like, you know, Jalen Miro will, will make sure that the guys Saban will get them boys ready. Like you said, mm-hmm. he'll let them know, man. Hey, the last time y'all was like you said, the last time they was they was y'all was down here, they got y'all boys. And that yeah. was like that was that was their national championship because you know they had a very they had a very disappointing season that year. Mm-hmm. They ended up that ended up being the 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 SEC night game of the year, and it shouldn't have been just because by that time Texas A&M wasn't even ranked anymore. Yeah, <laughs> you know. So and they had they had all the hype just because of all the all season talk bickering back and forth between Saban and, and Jimbo <laughs> and all that stuff yeah. like that and, and everything and, and you know on the field it really didn't even matter. But it's gonna be close. But I'm with you. I think Alabama will get it done um, on the road again here in a, in, a, in, a, in a tough environment. Like I said, that Cal Field is gonna be rocking. Oh, yeah. It's gonna be rocking, especially if they get to hang around like that. It's gonna be rocking. But I think in the end, Saban and the guys do just enough. I like Alabama as well. Man, then we got the final game on tap. And that's um a, a, a very underrated game, actually, man. Yeah. We got Notre Dame going up to Louisville um for a little night game, man. Undefeated, five and Louisville yes. going up against Notre Dame, who was one man in a blunder away from being <laughs> undefeated themselves. Man. So very underrated game right there, man. Uh, Notre Dame only favored by six and a half. Um, who you got in that one? This will be another tough, tough game for Notre Dame on the road. You got back-to-back weeks where, um, I mean, Duke Duke played a hell of a ball game. It was right there at the end. Just lost it right there at the end of the ball game. That was an impressive um, late drive by by Sam Hartman in that in that Notre Dame offense to go down and win the uh, the football game. Louisville sneakily just just like Missouri is undefeated. I've actually caught. Some of Louisville's games, and I mean, they they play four quarters. They play hard for four quarters. They they are out there playing tough, hard nosed football. They're not giving up. Um, I think that Notre Dame. I think Notre Dame's physicality. I think that run game prevails. I think Sam Hartman having um, some experience and at least playing against uh, Louisville before. I think that plays a factor in it. And I think just them being in big games before, it, it kind of goes back to what I what I mentioned last week in the Duke game. Duke isn't really used to being in these big primetime games like this. And the same thing for Louisville. Like, the last time Louisville has been in some primetime games like this was back when Lamar Jackson was, was a quarterback, and that is 2016. 
Uh, so I'm, I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with Notre Dame. I think they are prepared for these type of games. They just played in one last week. They played in one two weeks before with Ohio State. They opened the season up over in freaking Ireland. Like they they played in some big games already in some different in some tough environments um, already. And it's just week six. So I'm, I'm gonna take Notre Dame. I'll take their experience. Yeah, man. Uh, so Notre Dame is looking to get uh, their thirty first straight win over an ACC opponent in this one. So they they've bowled very well here um, against with this conference in the ACC. In the ACC. It's, so it's been a minute since they've lost to an ACC team right now. Um, and like you said, I just think these these like you said the experience of Sam Hartman, um, them just being on the road just this past week against Duke. And that, uh, you know, in a night game, tough environment, um, like you said, being over there in Ireland and having the experience that he has and they have that, that running back that they got, um, the defense, I just think in the end it, it is a little too much. Louisville is a good team. It's a good up-and-coming yes, team, man. Um, I am blanking right now on the coach's name. Is, is it, it's Brum? That's Brum down there in Louisville, it's right? Brum. Yeah. Yep. So, at his alma mater, uh, you know, Taking care of business, man. So getting getting Louisville back on track. You know, they <laughs> had a couple down years here, but getting them back on track, man. But I think in the end, though, too much Sam Harden, too too much Sam Hartman, too much Notre Dame. Uh it it'll be close. Mm-hmm. It'll be close just because Louisville is pretty solid, pretty solid. Um, but I'm gonna take I'm gonna take Notre Dame in the end. I think they find a way to get it done. Um and they go to six one on the season, try to, you know, make themselves back in that conversation to obviously, you know, the college football playoff, even though, you know, even when they do, they get there and then they lose and everything like that. So <laughs> I like I like Marcus Freeman though. I like you, man. But you know, I'm just yeah. I'm just once again, that's not me hating. Those are the facts. Those are the facts. Those are the facts. I I mean, gotta they go off recent history, man. When, that's uh, it. I saw, I saw something saying like, man, Notre Dame hasn't won like, uh, uh, you know, like a major bowl game for us, like BCS, mm-hmm. college football player, New Year's Six. It's been a long time since they've won one of those games, man. I forgot games. how long it's been, but it's 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 been a minute. So I mean, you know, well, the last time we saw them in a in a in one, last time we saw them in one, Devonta Smith. Um, um, went 300 yards. <laughs> if he didn't get hurt, he was the MVP, and all he did was play a half. So, you know, I mean, <laughs> come on, man. That's how that went. <laughs> that's how that went. So, you know, I don't know. We'll see, though, man. We'll see. We'll see. For Run sure. the ball and playing defense. That's what they're doing right now. Yep. Yeah, real real quick. I guess I, I know I, I gave my prediction uh, earlier, but WNBA finals: Las Vegas Aces, New York Liberty. Who's winning? Oh, I got the I got the Aces. How many games? I got the Aces. I don't think it's a sweep. No, I don't think it's a sweep. No, you said it's it's in four, but they they only play five. They only play best of five. Oh, I see what you're saying. Okay, okay. So I'm they don't they don't they don't they don't yeah they don't they don't do a full seven. They probably should start doing a full seven. 
Why, yeah, why not? Where, where? I don't know. I don't know. They do. So they do. They do. Um, so the I first knew, round. I knew the conference. I knew the conference finals was five, but I'm thinking, yeah. okay, we going to you going to seven. So the first round is best of three conference conference okay. finals and the NBA finals as well. Well, first round is best of three. The semifinals is best of five, and they do the NBA finals best of five. I, I don't know why they don't do seven. They probably should. Yeah, just, do, just do seven. Um. So you taking the yeah? I take the aces. I I I go. I'll go four. I, I say aces and four, I'll go too. Four. I, go four. You know, you know what? Mm, I mean, the Liberty are tough. They are, though. They you know mean, what? Five. I'll do it. It's the two. I mean, it's the two best teams in the league, man. Yeah, I mean, I'll, you I'll, know. I'll go. I'll go. I'll go aces and five. I think they'll win at five. I, I mean, I've, I got the aces regardless, but yeah. I'll take them at five. I'll take them I, at five. That starts Sunday, right? Sunday. Yep. Sunday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I called I called them. I called it back to back when they got when I saw that they got Candace coming over. I said, Oh, they're going back to back. I said that well, everybody, so, everybody you know, was I'm upset like, once they got it because it's just like you got a super team out there. <laughs> so it's like And New York don't I mean I mean, I mean you got Stewie, I mean, Jocko yeah. Jones, <laughs> Sabrina. I mean, I mean, it's tough. They they got a squad too it's now. Sabrina out there. <laughs> what? Come on, they got a squad too, man. Let's let's, yeah, uh, let's uh, you know. Let's just call a spade a spade. I mean, it is what it is. They was the two best teams in the league, man. So I'm, I ain't gonna lie, though. I do I do want to find out who was that person who voted who voted Asia Wilson fourth in MVP voting. That, who ended up winning? Stewie ended up winning. Stewie ended up winning. So did someone voted her fourth? Someone's yeah. One person put behind uh, who? I mean, so the I top imagine, three. I imagine that Asia finished second. Okay, I'm, finished, I'm out the loop. I didn't she watch finished it. third. She finished third. It was uh, Alyssa, Tom, Alyssa Thomas from uh, the Connecticut Suns. Well, she had a good okay. year, too. She yeah, finished second. Yeah, yeah. It was close, though. Like, if you go look at the numbers, it was like it was close from separated from Stewie to Asia. I think the vote difference was on like five, six votes. Okay. So okay. it was close. But someone had, but someone had. Asia but Wilson someone voted fourth. Asia Wilson fourth, <laughs> and apparently they had. Which don't get me wrong. Point God is point God. I I, I rock with Chelsea Gray, so I can yeah, maybe yeah, yeah. maybe I see maybe where they might have gave her that vote. But I, at the same time, I'm like. Dog, that, that they, they, they they can't. I feel like they don't go as far without. If they don't have Asia, they don't go as far as they do, bro. You know what yeah. I mean? Like I'm, mean, I'm not trying to. That's not saying Chelsea ain't no baller because she is. Mm-hmm. But this is just. You got yeah. You know what you know what it is. Oh, I'm, tweaking, I'm forgetting about Kelsey Plum. They got Kelsey Plum on the squad Kelsey too. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah Vegas so. loaded, bro. Vegas is loaded. That's so I understand. I mean. That's what I was saying. Like you got. You got Plum out there too. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, they 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 loaded, man. But uh, aces and four. Yeah, aces and four, man. Okay, <laughs> all right. You taking them in four? I hear you. For sure, man. As we get ready to wrap up another episode, man. You got anything you want to say to the people? Yeah, uh, man. First off, man. RIP to the to the legend, man. Dick Dick Buckets passed away earlier today, man. So RIP yeah. to Dick Buckets. A uh, hey, NFL legend that's a forever, forever um, ingrained in Chicago as the the Bears are playing tonight. Forever 
a Chicago Bears legend, a Chicago, a Chicago legend, um, one of the greatest linebackers to ever play the game. So RP to him, condolences out to his family and his loved ones. Um, but just continue to, to be safe, stay healthy, take care of yourself, especially as this weather we're in October now. So you start getting a little, start getting some weather changes and everything. So take care of your bodies, make sure your vitamins, immune system, all that stuff is up. Um, and do what you need to do always uh, to take care of yourself uh, mentally, physically, spiritually, emotionally. Take care of all that stuff as well. Tell your loved ones that you love them and um, be ready for another another episode. Yeah, man, same for me. Uh, as always, you know, check on your people, man. Call your loved ones, you know, tell them that you love them. Uh, continue to support the podcast, man. We, we, we truly appreciate it. Um, keep spreading the word out Tell you know Tell a friend Tell a family member um, we, we love to get more listeners in Man We we, we, we truly appreciate it um, Yeah you know Same for me as well You know Getting ready for this It's, it's starting to feel like Fall out here this way Coming Especially yep. coming up this weekend It's about to start feeling that way Which I'm I'm cool with it You know what I'm saying yeah, it's, it's all good It's a good time of year man good Yeah it's all good year. It's all good. No problems with that, man. But yeah, um, like and subscribe to the YouTube channel. Um, uh, man, follow us on all the social medias that we have. Um, we 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 appreciate all of that, man. Um man, love black women, cherish black women, protect black women. Uh no means no. No means no. We in it. For all my all my college peeps, man, we we in the thick of it. It's homecoming season, you know. I know they coming back to back to back. I want to say TSU homecoming is this weekend, so okay. um, yeah, man. Just hey, our eyes dotted, man. All T's crosses. Mm-hmm. Make sure everything is together, man. We stay safe out here. Enjoy ourselves. Have a good time, um, man. Get ready to you know, man. Watch a whole lot of ball. It's it's a lot of ball going on, man. College, yeah. NFL. NBA, WNBA, it's 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 a lot of ball to be watched, man, for sure. So just in, in, enjoy it, especially if you're a football lover. This is this is almost like football heaven. I mean, literally, you got That's it. You got, I think, like for real, I think every day up up until like the 22nd of November, you got a football game that you can watch, a live mm-hmm. that you can watch. So is this is this is lit. NBA preseason rolling along, man. Um, so yeah, side note with that announcement, man. Joel Embiid, Team USA. Team USA. Them boys like trying to get the gold. Them boys I, trying to get the gold. I, I think we. I think they about to have a super team out there. Yeah, Steph for sure. About that's the only. Steph was like, "That's the only thing I have it done." LeBron talking about. I'm like, oh, oh. They trying to go get it. Yeah, yeah. They trying to go. I think they know. Cause I think they know, man. We, bro. Steph coming up on what year? What year? Fourteen, fifteen, somewhere around there. KD up in like year sixteen, seventeen. We twenty, what twenty one, twenty two for LeBron. So it's just kind of like them, them boys about to get ready to go out, go off into the distance, man. So. Hey, if we gonna do it, it's the time to do it. Yeah, one last ride, man. But. Man, yeah, we appreciate it. Keep liking, subscribing to the podcast, man. Following the social medias. We love it. Uh, man, until the next time, this is another episode of the Easy Money Sports Podcast. Go Braves. Go Indians. Peace. <laughs>